Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. Good morning. A London coroner is today expected to announce the scope of an inquest into the death of Annie Dewani. This raises the prospect that her husband, Shuen Dewani, could for the first time be called to answer questions about her death. The newlywed was killed during her honeymoon in Cape Town back in 2010. The murder trial against Shuen Dewani was thrown out last year by Cape Town judge Jeanette Traverso, who criticized the prosecution's case as being riddled with contradictions. From London, Catherine Drew reports. The case of Annie Dewani has been listed for mention on Wednesday. That means a decision is due by North London coroner Andrew Walker on the scope of the inquest, which was opened and adjourned in 2010. This raises the prospect that Shri and Dewani could be summoned to be questioned under oath, first by the coroner and then by a lawyer representing the family of Annie Dewani. This would be the first time Shri and Dewani has faced questions about his wife's death. However, under British law, witnesses to an inquest are not obliged to answer questions if they risk incriminating themselves. 35-year-old Shrian Dewani has always denied any involvement in his wife's murder, which has seen the conviction of three South African men. Annie's Swedish-based family will attend the hearing, having said this represents the last chance to find out what really happened. Catherine Drew, SABC Radio News, London. South African and U.S. authorities are cooperating to deal with the warning of threats to U.S. government and business interests in this country. The state security ministry says it's investigating the threats and working with the relevant law enforcement agencies as well as American authorities. The U.S. State Department says its embassy in Pretoria had information indicating a potential terrorist threat, but the department doesn't have more specific details. In other news now, Higher Education and Training Minister Bladen Zimande says his department has instructed tertiary institutions to deal decisively with acts of violence on campuses. Several campuses are experiencing intensified protests, especially around transformation. In a parliamentary reply, Zimande said his department regarded the protests in a serious light. We are very concerned about acts of violence and vandalism in our campuses. We have instructed management of our institutions not to tolerate this at all and to be very firm and work very closely with law enforcement agencies. We also hope that in dealing with all these issues that are being raised in regard to universities, the summit that I'm convening on the 15th of October this year will put on the table all issues relating to transformation, including indicators and concrete steps that will be taken. And wrapping up, Director of the World Wildlife Fund, Fred Kumar, says Africa needs to quickly switch to more sustainable ways of producing food and fuel to save its shrinking forests. He was speaking at the World Forestry Congress in Durban. It's estimated that Africa loses nearly 2 million hectares of land each year. Kumar says Africa has to find more innovative ways of producing food. At the moment, we are consuming so much wood on basic needs. 81% of the wood we use at the moment for homestead um, needs come from South Sub-Saharan Africa focused on, on, on wood from the forest, biomass. That's not sustainable. We need to find other ways of um, filling those needs. 
Top story, a London coroner is today expected to announce the scope of an inquest into the death of Annie Diwani. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudhish Shamaidu. I'll be back at 9.